On first down, the handoff to Marlon Mack. Huge hole, 50-yard line. He's at the 40, still going near sideline. He's at the 10. He's at the 5, and he will score. Touchdown, Marlon Mack. Touchdown, I-N-D-Y. And again, it's picked off. It's Darius Leonard. Leonard with a second INT, and he's streaking down the near sideline. He's at the 40. He's at the 30. He's at the 20. He's going to go. A pick six for the Maniac. Kenny Moore gets to Deshaun Watson. That's a sack for Kenny Moore. Kenny has a pick and now a sack in the game. Horseshoe is back, baby. The horseshoe is back. Welcome back to another edition of the Bring the Juice podcast. I'm your co-host as always, Cody Felger, and joining me, Andrew Thomason. Andrew, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Cody. How are you? Good, man. Good. Uh, So I wanted to talk about on this podcast, the Colts just announced here uh, a little less than an hour ago that they had signed uh, actually former Notre Dame defensive lineman Sheldon Day. Uh, he was a guy that originally was a fourth-round pick of the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, in 2016. Um, Day is a guy who a little bit undersized as a defensive lineman in terms of height. He's, two, he's 6'1", 285 pounds, uh, formerly of the San Francisco 49ers, so there's obviously that connection there. Played with the Forrest Buckner last year on that, that very stout defensive line of the 49ers. He didn't start, but he he played some significant snaps there. Uh, he's still a pretty young player. He's only 25. Uh, Pro Football Focus actually rated him as 115th best interior defender. Um, he had posted a 60.6 grade, which is pretty decent. Um, and, uh, yeah, I guess, Andrew, so talking about this move here, it's the third move the Colts have made in free agency, the second on the defensive line. Um, what do you think, man, This this that the Colts are trying to do here? What, what kind of message are the Colts trying to send Uh to their players, to their fans by making this kind of signing. Yeah. I mean, I think they're trying to send a message that says um, you win, you win football games by being dominant up front. Um, And I know Sheldon day Mm -hmm. might not be the, the splashiest signing um, if that makes sense, but uh, production wise, I'm looking at some of his numbers here since coming into the league in 2016, he has a total of six sacks. Um, Last year with the 49ers, he had five assisted tackles and 15 combined tackles total. So when he comes in, he's fairly productive. Um, I, I sort of see him filling in sort of as a, as a backup uh, three technique to maybe Autry um, and Buckner when Buckner comes out on certain plays. Uh, overall, I think it's a, it's a great signing. He's 25 years old, and I think he's going to provide um, quality depth for the, uh, for the Colts defensive front. Yeah, for sure. It kind of looks like he was primarily more of a run stopper. So, you know, maybe he plays that one technique behind Grover Stewart as well. He certainly got the size to be able to do that. Uh, but, you know, nonetheless, it's definitely a signing that is a solid depth signing. I don't see him overtaking Stewart for that one technique starting position. Um, he's the guy, man, that's that's obviously a little bit undersized for a defensive tackle. But, you know, with some of those guys, you normally see guys that win on effort. Uh, a lot of guys that are, you know, maybe not the biggest guys in the world. They can't overpower people or whatever. They, you know, they can't win with pure size. But they find other ways to win. 
They find other ways to make plays and be disruptive. And so uh, he certainly seems like a guy like that who's a young player, um, definitely an upgrade from Marcus Hunt uh, in terms of just what he brings to this defense. Just more depth on that defensive line, I guess. Uh, and that kind of leads me to the next question I have for you, Andrew. With this signing now, do you think this means that the Colts are kind of done w- addressing that really that defensive line here in free agency? Because really, if you look at it, I mean, they have Justin Houston, they have DeForest Buckner, they have Danico Watry, they have Kamoko Ture, Ben Banigou, Grover Stewart. Uh, what do you think this kind of means for this Colts defensive line in free agency? And does this change at all maybe their draft strategy in terms of drafting defensive linemen? Do you think it kind of pushes defensive tackle? You know, if you had that kind of nose tackle position at any, you know, in your top five list, do you think that kind of pushes it off for you? Does it change the Colts draft approach at all? Or is this kind of more just a, a depth signing? No, I think it changes your, your draft uh, perspective going into April. And the reason I say that is, is similar to, to the reason that you just said, uh, Cody, they have Justin Houston, Danigo Autry, Banigou, Ture, uh, and now Sheldon Day, uh, and Buckner as well, excuse me. So they have plenty of, uh, and Grover Stewart as well, my apologies there, they have plenty of, of talent and quality players up front. And honestly, they haven't really done much on offense other than Phillip Rivers, uh, this free agency, particularly at receiver. We noticed that Devin Funches signed with the uh, – I can't think of the team off the top of my head right now. Um, but I know uh, he's also I believe also it was the Packers. Yeah, he wanted to play with Rodgers. Right, that's right. Thank you. That It, it, uh, it was the Packers. And uh, <clears throat> mm-hmm. quality signing for them, but I, in my opinion, it's, it's, a, it's a, not a, a detrimental loss if that makes sense, but it's certainly a loss because the Colts up until, or at least last year, Funches was considered at least for that one game, that big body to receiver that can go up and catch those 50, 50 balls. And we know that Phillip Rivers has had a lot mm-hmm. of, a lot of success um, throwing to those type of receivers in the past, Mike Williams being the, the name that comes to mind. So um, just to answer your initial question. Yeah. I think it changes the draft strategy. I think they look more towards the offensive side of the ball, the receiver tight end, um, in the draft rather than focusing on the defensive line. Shameless plug. I just dropped a video earlier uh, about my first mock draft. And I have the Colts taken doing a lot of things on offense. So be sure to go check that one out. Uh, one guy that I forgot to mention, also Taekwon Lewis on that defensive line. But uh, yeah, and one thing that I think is interesting that they can kind of bring to you from a defensive line standpoint, similar to Buckner here, uh, he actually started all three of San Francisco's playoff games last season. So he has playoff starting experience. Um, and, you know, he he's just a guy that provides more of that veteran leadership in terms of, yeah, he's not very old, but he's a guy, I mean, compared to a majority of your roster, he is a guy that's probably seen some of the most playoff success out of anybody on your roster currently. And so, Uh, I think he's just a guy that provides some leadership and and knows, you know, working with the 49ers, that vaunted defensive line, knowing what it takes to be a successful and dominant unit. I just think, you know, it's this move. Yeah, he's a decent player, but I think in terms of mindset, this helps this Colts defensive line mindset, this defense as a whole, to know we have some guys who know what it takes to get to there, get to that point, get to the Super Bowl. So it's just, uh, I think it's, yeah, it's a good signing in terms of, 
production, but it's also a good signing as well with just leadership and and just getting guys in there who can kind of, you know, exhibit and people can watch. Some of these young guys can watch, you know, the work that it takes to become a Super Bowl caliber team. And so that's kind of what I see from this move. I, I like this move a lot, especially since it's more, you know, getting younger on that defensive line, which we've talked about a lot. We feel like the Colts want to do that maybe at corner as well. Um, that's why they cut ties with Pierre Desir, who's going to be 30, coming up here soon. So I have no problems with this move. I think it's uh, probably just a good depth move because, like we talked about on the offensive line and like Chris Ballard has talked about on the offensive line, it rings true for the defensive line as well in terms of you need bodies and you need guys where the drop-off's not going to be tremendous from the starter to the backup. Yeah, there obviously will be a difference because one guy's starting, but – you just have guys that can consistently rotate in there that are being productive and making plays. And I think Day's a guy that definitely um, in kind of a, a backup kind of spot duty type of role um, can really be a good piece for this defense. So I'm all about the move, Andrew. Do you have anything else to say about this move? Anything else interesting uh, tidbits there you found on Day? Um, other than, And I'm not sure if we brought this up, but other than the fact that he went to Warren Central and, and was at Notre Dame as well. Yeah. He's uh he's coming home, so I'm sure he's he's real excited to be back um, where he grew up, and where he played high school football and, and college ball as well. Um, we're glad to have him, and and I totally agree with you. I think this is a tremendous signing, and I look forward to seeing what he can provide come August. Does this change your? You know, I know the Colts have been rumored for, uh, to potentially be in the running for Jadavian Clowney. I don't really know how accurate that is, but if the Colts were in the running for Jadavian Clowney, would this impact that at all? Do you think? Well, that's a good question. Um, I think it would. And I think not really for the reasons that you may think. Uh, Sheldon Day, you know, we, we've talked about already being sort of a backup sort of player, um, filling in uh, a need, obviously, um, for to just to have more bodies, as you had mentioned, like Chris Ballard has religiously stated. Uh, but with Jadamian Clowney, I know the uh, word on the NFL street, if you will, has been that he's looking for a, a short-term deal. Uh, and the Colts may jump all over that, um, but I, I would be I would be surprised at this point with the amount of depth the players in the defensive line, all the guys that we've already mentioned, if the Colts were to to go after a player like Clowney, because yeah, you may sign him to a one or two year deal and he may be fairly productive for you, but you just gave Buckner that really large extension, and Clowney is looking to find somewhere where a team can maybe see him for a season or two, and then give him a long-term extension. And although the Colts may have the cap space, I'm not sure if Chris Ballard is wanting to play, excuse me, to pay a player, uh, even of Clowney's caliber, um, DeForest Buckner kind of money. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. And also forgot to mention this, this deal with Sheldon Day is only a one-year deal. So things don't pan out. You can let him walk next off season, but if he's a productive backup player for you, why not bring him back for that purposes? Young player stalls a lot. Uh, to give you there. So, okay. Well, I, I like this move. I think you like this move. This is a, a pretty solid depth signing for the Colts. Their third free agent signing of the 2020 off season. It'll be interesting, Andrew, to see what the Colts do. And if they continue to add some guys there, maybe some more depth guys like they have, like they did with Sheldon day. So they can to just add some guys who are younger, who could potentially contribute um, maybe not in starting roles, but maybe in backup roles and just start building up this depth first on the lines and then maybe on some other positions as well. But okay. I think that does it for this podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'd love to hear what your thoughts are on this signing. 
Uh, kind of give us your letter grade on what you think. I would give this one probably a solid B just because he's not a guy that's going to probably make a huge impact. Uh, but he's a solid depth player. And, uh, yeah, I just think that that he's a, a solid signing, not a great signing. I like the one-year deal. What what grade would you give this, Andrew, before I wrap this up? I'm right there with you, Cody. I'd give it a B. Um, you know, I know this. I said this was a tremendous signing uh, a few minutes ago. Um, and maybe tremendous is, is too big of a word, and that's not a shot or an indictment on Sheldon Day. Um, but he's a young player. Like you said, he brings quality, um, veteran leadership in, in the role of, of what it takes to potentially get to a Super Bowl and be a Super Bowl caliber team, as you mentioned earlier. So I, I'd, I'd give it a solid B. I like the signing a lot as well. Yeah. Well, let us know in the comments what you, grade you guys would give the Sheldon Day signing for the Indianapolis Colts. For Andrew and myself, thank you guys so much, and go Colts.